0: you're listening to All Law, an audio series brought to you by Lakshmi Kumaran and Shedharan, a leading Indian law firm. At the firm, we are proud to combine the knowledge of law with extensive experience in industry and technology in order to design practical legal solutions for our clients. This podcast series is a part of a knowledge sharing initiative where we will discuss notable judicial and regulatory developments and analyze the business implications of the law as it evolves in India. This podcast focuses on Retrospective amendments to tribunal's appellate jurisdiction under trade remedy laws to be or not to be. The imposition of trade remedial measures in India is a two-step process, the investigation conducted by the Directorate General of Trade Remedies or DGTR under the Ministry of Commerce and the final imposition of measures by the Department of Revenue under the Ministry of Finance. This division of powers is clearly laid out in the Customs Tariff Act read with the rules issued thereunder. The appeal provision for any trade remedial measure is contained in section 9c. Of the Customs Tariff Act. It provides for an appeal to the Customs Excise and Service Tax Appellate Tribunal or CESTAT against the order of determination or review regarding the existence, degree and effect of any subsidy or dumping. The last two to three years have seen a vigorous court battle on the powers of tribunal to entertain appeals under Section 9c against the Finance Ministry's refusal to impose the measures in spite of receiving positive recommendations from the DGTR. Much controversy has centred around the interpretation of the phrase Order of Determination, whether this phrase covers the orders issued by the DGTR or the decision of the Ministry of Finance. The Retrospective Amendments proposed by the Finance Bill 2023 to Section 9c and other related provisions have made an attempt to resolve this dispute. This article traces the background of the issue, the previous jurisprudence thereon, the amendments made and finally concludes with some comments from the readers. Background. Under the law, DGTR is tasked with the responsibility to investigate and, if necessary, recommend the imposition of measures such as the anti-dumping duties. If it reaches a positive determination regarding the existence of conditions for imposition of measures, it issues an order in the form of a final finding which is a recommendation to the Ministry of Finance to impose the measure. The law provides final decision-making power to the Ministry, who may then decide to impose or not to impose the measure. History shows that between 1995 and 2020, Finance Ministry has mostly accepted the recommendations of DGTR barring a few instances such as Penicillin G and newsprint cases, wherein the Ministry decided not to impose the measure despite a positive finding from the DGTR. The two contrary decisions of Ministry were arguably on the grounds of larger public interest considering the nature of commodities involved and its impact on people at large. However, this position changed drastically between 2020 and 2022. During this period, the Ministry has not only rejected numerous positive findings of the DGTR but also rescinded several existing trade remedy measures on commodities such as steel in several sectors, ranging from rubber chemicals to pharma and textile among others. The Ministry either did not issue any notification imposing the duty within the prescribed timeline of three months, or simply issued an interdepartmental communication to the DGTR in the form of an office memorandum stating that Ministry has decided not to accept the recommendations of the DGTR. Aggrieved by such decision, the Domestic Industry has appealed the Finance Ministry's decision in seven cases before the CESTAT. Act. Court Interventions Section 9C of the Customs Tariff Act confers appellate jurisdiction to the CEST Act against the orders of determination or review regarding the existence, degree and effect of any subsidy or dumping in relation to import of any article. Before this estate, the preliminary issue was whether the Ministry's decision refusing imposition of measures amounted to an order of determination which dealt with the existence, degree, or effect of dumping or subsidy. In some cases, the domestic industry challenged the office memorandum, while in other cases, it was claimed that silence of Finance Ministry amounted to a decision refusing to impose the measure. In both cases, the decisions of the Ministry were challenged under Section 9c of the Customs Tariff Act. Relying on the Honorable Supreme Court's decision in to Chemicals, the Sestat in a series of decisions, including in the cases of Jubilant Engravia and AbcoTex, interpreted the phrase Order of Determination. As the final determination of the central government or the Ministry of Finance against which an appeal shall lie to the Cessat under section 9c of the Customs Tariff Act. In Swaraj Chemicals, the Supreme Court held that the DGTR's order are only recommendatory and hence an appeal shall lie against the final determination of the central government. The tribunal in Jubilant Ingravia went on to hold that the Ministry exercises a quasi-judicial function while making its decision to impose or not to impose the measures, repelling the contention that the Ministry's powers are legislative in nature. Hence, the Office Memorandum was set aside with a direction to the Finance Ministry to issue a reasoned order. What is noticeable is that the Ministry has not issued any reasoned orders till date, despite a series of tribunal orders following Jubilant Engravia and ApcoTex. A writ against the tribunal's decision in Jubilant Engravia is also currently pending before the Honourable Delhi High Court. Retrospective amendments introduced through the Finance Bill 2023. While the above litigation ensues, the Parliament under the Finance Bill 2023 has sought to make retrospective amendments to Section 9c and other relevant provisions of the Customs Tariff Act. These changes are sought to be introduced as clarificatory amendments with an objective to bring an end to the ensuing litigation discussed above. The amendments are The first amendment is to the trade remedial provisions concerning safeguards, countervailing and anti-dumping duties under section 8b, 9 and 9a. These amendments clarify that the Sench government or the Ministry of Finance merely considers the determination or review that is conducted by the DGTR under the rules framed under these sections. The second amendment pertains to the addition of an explanation under section 9c stating that determination or review means the determination or review done in such manner as may be specified in the rules made under sections 8b, 9, 9a and 9b. It is noteworthy that the rules framed under sections 8b, 9 and 9a provide for determination or review to be conducted by the DGTR. Hence, the explanation intends to clarify that an appeal shall only lie against the determination or review by the DGTR. In other words, the amendments intend to imply that an appeal shall not lie against the decisions of the Finance Ministry wherein the Ministry only considers and not determines the imposition of measures. These proposed amendments are applicable retrospectively from first january nineteen ninety five, that is, the day on which Customs Tariff Act was amended to add provisions relating to trade remedial measures. Conclusion. The amendments seek to clarify legislative intent that the tribunal never had the jurisdiction to entertain the appeals against the Finance Ministry's decisions. What the amendments could also mean is that, in case the tribunal had such an appellate jurisdiction, subject to the outcome of the Delhi High Court's decision in jubilant ingravia, the parliament has retrospectively taken away the appellate powers of the tribunal to entertain such appeals. If the amendments have their intended effect, the domestic industry in India will not have a statutory appeal remedy against the Ministry's decisions not to impose the measures despite going through the full rigours of the investigation process before the DGT However, it is possible that such decisions can still be questioned before the Constitutional Courts under Article 226 of the Constitution of India. It will have to be seen whether such a remedy is effective given the discretion of courts to entertain such petitions, time taken to pursue the matter, and the appreciation of nuanced facts related to trade remedial measures. The amendments leave some questions unanswered. First, what happens to the earlier judgments passed by the tribunal on the same issue? Second, whether the timeline of 90 days to file the appeal before the tribunal begins from the date of DGTR's final findings. The second question assumes significance, since the appeals filed by importers or exporters against the DGTR's decision could become infructuous if the Ministry of Finance refuses to impose the measures. The precedence on the issue and the verdicts of amendment could also give rise to further litigation. It is possible for the domestic industry to still argue, based on the Supreme Court's ruling in Saurashtra Chemicals, that the DGTR's decisions are only recommendatory, and hence an appeal shall still lie against the final decision of Ministry of Finance. Only time will tell as to how these issues are resolved in courts. Taking the time for listening to this series. We would love to hear your feedback, comments, and questions about the episode. You can write to us at podcast at the rate Lakshmishree.com to know more. You can even suggest topics for future episodes you'd like to hear more about. Do check out our website www.lakshmishree.com, which has been linked in the episode description below to keep abreast with relevant legal updates. We hope you'll join us next week.